This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? Learn more at TaylorMadeGolf.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Nothing, it's a card from my dad. What is it? Wait. <laughs> Dear son, happy Festivus? What is Festivus? It's nothing. It's nothing. When George was growing Jerry, up, no. his father no. hated all the commercial and religious aspects of Christmas, yeah. so he made up his own holiday. Oh, and another piece of the puzzle falls into place. <laughs> And instead of a tree, didn't your father put up an aluminum pole? Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk. You have me now. <laughs> I'm out of here. Happy Festivus. Festivus. When George was growing up, his father. It's nothing. It's a stupid holiday my father invented. It, it, it doesn't exist. Happy Festivus, Georgie. <laughs> Frank invented a holiday? He's so prolific. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Well, sort of, kind of. Hello, welcome inside Golf Talk Canada. It's our Festivus special, one of our favorite shows of the year. And our Festivus special today, well, it's going to be a little different than it's been in the past because so much news happening in the world of golf. Before we get to all of what happened recently in the world of golf, let's welcome in the boys, Mark and Bob. Firstly, Weeks, how are you this morning? Excellent, thank you. Excellent. Been a nice, uh, nice little stretch here. Got away for a few days last week, and um, I'm on. I'm technically on uh, vacation, but I wouldn't miss this show to come in and, and tape this. So, wow. got to be here and, for this for Festivus. And Mark, I know you've been uh, holding back our studio audience uh, for quite some time. How's it going over there? Uh, I can't. Bob working on holiday. What, Bob? You shouldn't be working on your vacation. What? What is going on here? This is unbelievable. If things are good. I've been away, as you guys know, for several weeks now, but looking forward to getting home, um, and uh, looking forward to seeing you guys in person uh, next week. I know we're going to get together, so that's fantastic. But uh, you're right, Scully. This is a different festival show. I mean, December and you the news and the stuff we could break down we could go for four hours today it's ridiculous but i think in a way this might be the most organic festivist show in the history of our festivist shows minus the feats of strength because i think organically we could air grievances of what's happening in the world of golf around us for about the next oh i don't know three days straight probably yeah, you're definitely right about that. So this will be our Festivus show still. We're going to be joined by a number of special guests who have given us their feats of strength and airing of the grievances. Golf Canada CEO Lawrence Applebaum joining us in about 12 minutes' time, too. And we'll get to it. Tons of news going on in the world of golf. Let's kick things off. Some news and some headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by Sandbagger Hard Seltzer. Sandbagger. Everybody knows one. Well, it was a lot of fun on Sunday afternoon watching Brooke Henderson and Corey Connors battle down the stretch. Bob, they come in second, a runner-up finish, but overall, a fun format for a great three-day tournament. What do you think, Bob? I think this is a home run. I think uh, if the PGA Tour and LPGA Tour don't try to find a way to make this uh, a more reoccurring thing, maybe have 
uh, a more, you know, maybe you have a, a legitimate serious championship for this at some point in midseason, sort of like a mini major or something would be great. I think um, we had a press conference with Brooke and Corey before they started, and I asked them whether they thought this should be in the Olympics, and they were, were like full bore for it. But I thought it was great. I mean, the format, you know, you might be able to tinker a little bit here and there with it, but overall I thought it was great and good performance by the Canadians who – uh, shot 63 on the last day with a double. How do you get a double in better ball? Oof. Well, you mentioned Olympics there, Bob and Mark. I think that'd be a great idea to have a format similar to what we saw this past weekend going for a gold medal. What do you think? I think that like, really that's been the, you know, we've been talking about Olympic golf since it returned, uh, several years ago and how people didn't want just the same old format, the same, you know, an, oh, just another version of the L, uh, an LPGA event or another version of, of a PGA Tour event. I think it's a, a perfect example of how this could work in the Olympics. Uh, I would love to see something like that. And I'm with Bob on this one, guys, in the sense that let's move this in the actual PGA Tour season. Let's forget this December silly season like this weekend, Tiger going to play with his son, Charlie. That's great and all, but it's, it doesn't really mean anything. It's fun to watch. It's cool to see. But let's put this in the season, and let's make it count as an official win on both the LPGA and PGA Tour schedule. So, for instance, uh, Lydia Ko would add a W to her column for the year, and Jason Day would add a W to his column for the career on the PGA Tour and from a, and let's hand out the points. Let's let's handle out uh, you know race points for both cups and globe and make it really count for both the men and women. I think that's the logical step here. And I love that modified four ball format too. That was uh, that was a ton of fun to watch and something a little different that we really haven't seen before. Okay, let's get to the news that really shocked the golf world, kinda. Sorta, maybe. For me, I was in South Carolina. I was refreshing Twitter nonstop, trying to see when the news officially came down that John Rahm was joining Live Golf. Mark, uh, do you want Bob and I to turn our microphones off and you just go off here for a bit of a, a rant? I know we had uh, you and your dear friends uh, from the USGA no. and RNA. There was something last week about the golf ball rollback where you went on quite a rant. What do you think about John Rob going to live golf? I mean, where do you even start? I, 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 listen, here's how I feel about this one. I think Rom probably thinks he's going to eat his have his cake and eat it too at this point. I, you know, I, I'm assuming these guys are all thinking that uh, a deal of some kind or some kind of agreement is inevitable at this point, and he's going to take his large uh, bag of cash. And then he's going to get be able to still play wherever he wants, and whether that's PGA Tour, DP Tour, all of the above. Uh, Rory, I mean, Rory, at this point, I don't even know what side of the bed Rory's getting in and out of anymore because now we're going to change the Ryder Cup rules because, you know, he was, and then he's, and then the next day he's cheering that Henrik Stentz was uh, being removed from the Ryder Cup team was the best thing that happened to the European Ryder Cup team. Uh, so on one side of his mouth, it's something else. We'll think upside down. Um, if there's not a deal soon, I don't even know where this finishes. It should just get ugly, ugly. And here's the thing. Nobody wins here, guys. To Bob's Twitter poll, hopefully Bob can like bring up his Twitter poll, because 
This has been my point. This is what I, everywhere I go this week, someone's got to ask me about this. I go, guys, nobody wins. You know who wins here? The Rom family. Because they just stole a gazillion dollars. But Liv doesn't win. Because nobody watches Liv. We, we know that. And nobody's going to watch Liv because John Rom went to Liv. And people are arguing with you. Well, why do you think they won't go because John Rom? Because they didn't go when they didn't watch when DJ went. They didn't watch uh, went when when Kep went. There might be a bump in viewership in Spain, but if you think that's going to lead to a major media partner, it's not. So I don't think Liv wins. The PGA Tour certainly doesn't win by losing a star. Golf fans abroad certainly don't win because the game's more splintered than it was a week ago. So we got nothing but losers here. This is uh, this is exactly what Live Golf does. They're, they they disrupt, uh, they break up, they cause problems. To me, this is a power play move by by the public investment fund to say, hey, if you don't get to the table and get this done quickly and get back to this table with some serious talks, we're just going to keep ripping through this. We're just keep poaching, poaching, poaching. This is just a heavy, heavy power play move, and. I'll wait till later in the show to to rip the USGA and RNA again on because I've got another tie-in on this. But I'll wait since it's Festivus. I got to save some of my airing of grievances. But Adam, I mean, do you disagree with any of that? Do you think all of a sudden now NBC is going to do a deal with Live and millions of people are going to run over and give me a break? Yeah, it's certainly it was shocking to see to some of the points you made on Twitter or X, Mark, when uh, just after John Rom went on Fox News and made the announcement, he just he was speaking in a very different manner. It was just sort of I'm not sure if it's the coaching, if te- you know the the line growing the game, which has been something that's been used over and over and over by players who have gone over to live golf. But one thing that the three of us, anyone listening to this, very likely. We'll never know unless Shohei Otani is listening to the show. We'll never know what a check with however many millions and millions and millions of dollars looks like. We'll never know what that looks like. So for for John Rahm, good for you, I guess. He's gone over to live golf. I'm curious where this goes from here. Bob, have you found uh, said Twitter poll that Mark was referring to? Uh, I don't, but it was about 87% um, said that they would not watch any more live golf because John Rahm was over there. And I can understand that. I mean, it's, 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 you know, you think of all the players who went over in the first wave and they were pretty strong players, Dustin Johnson and Bryson DeChambeau and Brooks Kepka, And, and, you know, now they're kind of, other than Brooks at the, uh, at the major championships this year, they've really been non-entities. You know, they really haven't been um, seen that much. I don't know anybody who regularly watches a live golf it's tough to find first of all on on the channels it's there but it's tough to find and there are some there are some i heard from on my social media i heard from some pretty hardcore uh live fans who said yeah you, they watch it and they love it but they're there's definitely in the minority and so I, I think what mark was saying you know to, to follow up on that is i think if you're john rom you sit there and say okay something's going to happen these t- things are going to get settled so I might as well get my money now. If I have to wait a year or two years before I can get back on play on the PGA Tour, then so be it. Um, I've got all five, all four majors for the next five years at least. And so he's sitting in the easy street. Now we're going to see if this drip becomes more of a, uh, a flood with the rumors about Tony Finau and Tyrrell Hatton also going over to live. So I think the next couple of days will be interesting. And, you know, at the end of the day, as my, my, uh, my grandfather used to say, when you have business deals, it's usually the guy with the most money who wins. So Tiff's got a, got a pretty good advantage right now.
Yeah, they, they certainly do. And when we air our Golf Talk Canada television year in review special, we're going to play some of John Rahm's comments throughout the last couple of years talking about why Live Golf wasn't for him. So we'll have a little compare and contrast about John Rahm. John Rahm off to Live Golf. Before we go to break, Mark, give us your final thought. The, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, always said it best, guys everybody's got their price, right? So Ted DiBiase just didn't add enough zeros. So John Rahm, all those quotes for the last two years, it just, it, it was just add a zero, just add a zero. And eventually everything I've said doesn't mean anything anymore. That's where we landed. Well, John Rahm mentioned growing the game. I think the only thing growing at this point is his <laughs> bank account. Okay, when GTC comes back, our Festivus special, we'll get happy, we'll get jolly, we'll bring in good friend of the show, Golf Canada's CEO, Lawrence Applebaum, and later on, we'll have some very special guests joining the program. This is our Festivus special right here on GTC. This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to find affordable, qualified caddies to any round. Visit caddytime.com. Download the app or talk to your PGA professional today. Oh, it's one of our favorite shows of the year. It is our Festivus special. Welcome back inside GTC, Scully, Weeks, and Zucchino. Now joining us, our first special guest of Festivus, our good friend of the show, Lawrence Applebaum from Golf Canada, L.A. Welcome back to GTC, and happy Festivus, my friend. Oh, well, thank you, Mr. Scully. It's, uh, first of all, it's an honor to be coming out first off the tee, so thank you very much for uh, for giving me that that very honorific spot in the lineup of one of the great holidays, one of the great unknown holidays in the world. That's right. And you mentioned the word great there. And one of the great sporting moments we've seen in this nation was, of course, Nick Taylor at the RBC Canadian Open. I know you were standing right there, greenside. I guess, L.A., it's safe to say that's one of your feats of strength for 2023. For sure. I mean, uh, I, I look back a, a little bit uh, with a little historical reference that uh, I, I was I had the opportunity to be there when, when Brooke won in 2018, um, being the first woman in a long time since Jocelyn Barassa to win uh, the CP Casey Women's Open. And then to have Nick do it in the way that he did um, that putt, which has now become that icon, uh, made very famous by the call of Mr. Zacchino uh, was absolutely the, one of the great feats of strength of, of maybe golf in, in, our, in our history. Uh, L.A., great to, to, uh, to hear you. Um, I also I, I want to spin the, the, the feat of strength to the other end of the spectrum, to the grassroots. And you told me something that uh, a while back that there were 10, I think I got this right, there were 10 million rounds logged on the uh, on the golf canada website uh for tracking scores and something that's that's outstanding um just never never really ceases to surprise me how avid golfers are in this country yeah it, it's so interesting bob because 
coming out of we we remember sort of pre-pandemic those days of golf was having like these little nice upticks you know we'd have two percent growth or a percent growth and and it, the game was starting to develop a little bit of momentum and then coming out of covid coming out of the pandemic we we started to just see this uh incredible growth so we're actually in 2023 we're going to be about nine percent up over the rounds in 2022 and we thought uh, 2022 was going to be the all-time high. We'd never see it again. So we almost beat that by double digits. But when you look back to 2019, the rounds in our country are, are up in the high 30s, you know, 38% on the score center. So for all the all your listeners who uh, track their handicaps, which are more than ever, that's the 10 million number. Like we got through, we wanted to do a Disney-like special, you know, the 10 millionth round was, you know, done in Gander, uh, Newfoundland uh, by, you know, a great couple who played their 10 million, you know, played, played, happened to play the 10 millionth round in our country. But we're doing a little bit of market research along with our, our, our um, NAGA partners, sort of the alliance of all the golf associations in the country. And we figure that coming that 2023, cumulatively, we may get close to like 67, 68, 70 million rounds plate and that is just saying you know the sport in our country is in a great space and you know you just have to look around your table and you guys probably probably played a couple of million of those rounds so that was pretty good <laughs> oh boy yeah okay la okay um well first off la good to chat with you i i know i'm gonna spin this in many different ways la because you know i love my festivus i love my airing of grievances but one of my feats of strength is you and your team because of what you just outlined. I mean, over 10 million uh, rounds logged, up 9%. Uh, what a national championship. Every time we think the RBC Canadian Open can't go to another level, and the entire golf community is asking you, how are you guys going to keep this up? How are you going to elevate it? And somehow it happens, and we have one of the greatest moments in, in Canadian sports history happen in front of all of us on the 72nd green. Then you get another curveball with the PGA Tour schedule, and bam, home run, Rory back in the field, right on the poster, tickets on sale for next year's RBC Canadian Open at an amazing venue at Hamilton. So, I mean, it's home run, it's home run, it's home run, L.A., but here's the, here is the grievance part of this praise. You keep doing it with, I'm going to use the words partners in quotations, that keep trying to put hurdles and mountains and roadblocks in front of Golf Canada. How do we just make Golf Canada the governing body and say no to the rest of these guys? Can, can we figure that one out? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm not going to say it has not been without its challenges. And, um, you know, our tournament, you, you kind of nailed it, Mark. Like our tournament, timely-wise, you know, two years ago, uh, the we, we were we were faced up against the first live event, unfortunately, and then last year was the big announcement. So we do what everybody, every good golfer does, every good athlete tries to do. You say, let's control our controllables. Uh, let's keep putting on a great event. We're, we're we are very lucky with our partners at RBC and all the partners that we have uh, in this country that they want to help us build this platform that puts stars. Uh, our Canadian stars, our PGA, our LPGA stars on these platforms that get to play in front of everyone. And what we love to see is that people are coming out in droves because it's the start of summer. 
It's it's the start of a, an amazing opportunity to play more golf, watch golf, and to see so many good things in the game. So we try and keep the you know glass half full. Uh, we know coming to Hamilton in 2024 is going to be dynamite. Mark, I know that 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 golf course suits your eye. I've seen you play that track before. Um, the renovation that Hamilton did will blow people's minds. It's it's an incredible golf course with space on the golf course for the concert, all the food, the fun, maybe a few Sleemans included. Um, you know, we are we are driven driven to providing Canadian golf fans just an amazing experience. And so I appreciate you recognizing it. It's not been out without the grievances that are our struggles, but. Um, we're just going to keep doing our thing, and and you saw you saw Brooke and Corey playing incredibly yesterday at that mixed event, um, and we have we have uh, three new LPGA tour members, which was so exciting to see Elena back, Maddie Zurich, and Savannah Gruel. But this week, guys, I know you guys are tracking it. We might have one, maybe two more Canadians who might get through uh, the final qualifying stage. So. Golf is a great space in our country, and uh, it's just great to have so many people listening, watching, following. Uh, very, very grateful for all that. And it's been a great season for golf in Canada. And, L.A., you mentioned a lot about the 2024 RBC Canadian Open. And when people enter the grounds at Hamilton, when they go to the concert series, they might notice a little different logo that the RBC Canadian Open is going to have with the putter toss that uh, Nick Taylor did when he made that iconic putt. What were some of the, the reasons behind, or how did you get that idea going to change the RBC Canadian Open logo ever so slightly? Well, we, we, we had this moment, and uh, we just were we we're just sort of basking in it for the few months afterwards. And uh, one of our graphic designers, uh, the story's been told a little bit, one of our graphic designers uh, did a very creative carving of a pumpkin for the Ancaster uh, Halloween Festival or the Ancaster uh, Street Festival. And a bunch of the people in our office saw this incredible logo, and then you started to put some some brilliant uh, the team uh, some pretty brilliant marketing minds together. They paired it with the call. I mean, the sound of the video is actually one of my favorite things. Is listening to the sound of the putter and listening to Mark's call. And as the the ball rolls towards the logo or or, or the Canadian the RBC Canadian Open text, it has evolved and. In my time in sports and in golf, I have never seen something get a hundred percent favor rating. You know, it's usually 80 eh, 50-50, 60-40, 80-20 sometimes when it's really good. But everyone just uniquely loved it so much, and you know, everyone on tour. Nick Nick texted me and said, you know, that um, uh, people are calling him the logo or the icon. I think it's cr- pretty funny, but. It's a really nice moment. Um, the global golf world picked it up, and so uh, just a little bit of notoriety for our for our event here that's coming into Hamilton. But I did I did want to share one grievance that I had because I know it can't all be you know sunny skies. Is that last year after that putt dropped, when we were all in sort of euphoria, one uh, one gentleman tried to you know join the party. And he might have had a couple beverages, and he proceeded to try and enter the green from the sand trap. And that gentleman did not make it to his final destination. And so it's a grievance of mine that 
We really don't know who that person is because his day ended in the trap, didn't quite make it out, and uh, didn't get to see him like I got to see Mark and Adam and Bob. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I, he'll be the he'll be the mystery man. Is that that right? Do we know who the, the security guard who uh, who took down one Adam Hadwin? I, have we ever heard L.A. Do you do you know any uh, background on the security guard who who took down Mr. Hadwin? No, we know we know this gentleman very well. He's one of our our best uh, staff members. I say staff because the security, all the contractors that we use to do it. He's he's a first class guy, and uh, he keeps a very low profile, and he will continue to do so. But you know, my favorite story still of the of the tackle is is Adam apologizing as he's falling. Still the best thing ever. You know, sorry for being in your way. You know, that's really what Adam had to say. Well, that is uh, oh so Canadian. Uh, L.A., uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Happy Festivus, my friend. Enjoy the holiday season with your family, with your friends. It's been a remarkable year of golf in this country. We can't wait to see what 2024 has in store. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks, guys. Great to hear from you, and have a wonderful holiday, and uh, all the best to everybody. That is Lawrence Baum, our dear friend from Golf Canada. Okay, when we come back, we'll be joined by some very special guests. James Duthie among those, Kara Waglin, Frankie Corrado, and a couple of familiar voices that you've heard on this show many times, too. This is our festive special right here on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to add affordable, qualified caddies to any round. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada. Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Visit weathertech.ca. Welcome back inside our festive special right here on Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully, Mark Sacchino, and Bob Weeks. Well, this is really where Festivus gets underway. A ton of special guests have taken the time and recorded some videos, some audio for us to play out. As they look back on the year that was, you'll know many of these voices very well. Let's kick things off. Here is James Duthie with his feats of strength and airing of the grievances of 2023. Hey, it's James Duthie. Feats of strength, well, the thing I'm most proud of this year is that I played golf last week, December 9th in Ontario, which is the best kind of lunacy. I had one good moment... Cabot links. I was two over on 18, had a chance at my best round ever, hit a towering, glorious six iron that landed on the roof of the restaurant and out of bounds, and I made triple. The greatest golf shot I saw this year, bar none, was a youngster named Adam Scully at Bayview Golf and Country Club who hit his drive about 330 yards, but about 100 yards right onto an, a bunker in a, the next fairway. He proceeded to hit about a 200-yard bunker shot with a pitching wedge to four feet for eagle. That was a feat of strength. Grievances, I'm going to keep it simple, guys. I'm like you. I love golf more than anything. I'll watch golf all day on TV. This stuff with Liv and all the other crap that went on this year, just please find a way to give me the best players in one tour 
playing 15 or 20 big events a year. Please. Because the only suckers who lost this year with all this stuff were us, fans. Thank you for listening. Very well put there from James Duffy. And it's too bad we're not on television right now because after James described that shot that I hit, I was doing the Michael Jordan shrug. Anyway, that was uh, a fun uh, fun shot to hit there. Mark, go ahead. Hey, just a shout-out, James Duffy, Lindsey Hamilton. I know I'm forgetting a couple others, but Niner Nation is happy this morning. The 49ers, number one seed in the NFC. That is also a fee to strength. Well, you mentioned Lindsey Hamilton there. Someone who often hosts SportsCenter with Lindsey Hamilton is Kara Wagland. Let's hear from Wags. Hey everyone, happy holidays, happy Festivus. For my feat of strength for 2023, many people probably have the same one. I'm going with Tiger Woods, getting to see him competing at the Hero in the red on the Sunday. We don't know how often we're gonna get to see Tiger compete this coming year, but each and every time we see him out on the course, you just have to be filled with gratitude that you are getting the chance to watch the greatest who's ever done it do it at least one more time. Now, as for my grievance for 2023, I was gonna go with Jay Monahan and the way he has been bungling the PGA Tour recently, the merger, non-merger, is it happening merger with Liv that's threatening to tank the tour this coming year. But after Shohei Otani watch finished the way it did, my Jay's loving heart is broken with him going to the Dodgers. My grievance is not with Otani, nor with the Dodgers, but with John Morosi, who reported that Otani was in the sky on that plane headed for Toronto. Heartbreak. John Morosi, you are my grievance for 2023. Happy holidays. Well, between following Shohei Otani and John Rahm on Twitter this past week, Twitter was a, a scary but hilarious, quite frankly, thing. Now, Bob, do you have any feats of strength for Kara? Because I, I remember you guys were at the CPKC Women's Open together, and she was trying to coil up the, the wire of the camera uh, a couple of times, and I think she got a little better as the week went on. Is that right? So uh, her and our camera person, uh, Owen, uh, they had a little, little um, Owen Corbell, they had a little test. And, and there's a specific way you have to wrap up the cables. It's, not, it's, it's sort of one way, then the other way, then one way, then the other way. And so by the, she, was, she was amazed at this. She didn't realize that. So by the end of the week, we decided she was, well, she was practicing all week. And then we decided to have a, a contest as to see who could do it faster. And I think she actually won. So I won't say her cable was the neatest. Owens was a little bit neater. But, uh, but listen, working with her at the uh, CPKC Women's Open was a real treat. And she is also, just like James Duthie, a golf addict. Is she ever? She loves the game of golf. I've really enjoyed having the chance to host with Kara from time to time on SportsCenter. Okay, next up, someone who's joined Golf Talk Canada many times this year and will again in 2024 is Kristen Murphy. Hey everyone, happy Festivus. This is Kristen Murphy, also known to the boys on Golf Talk Canada as Murph, and I have some grievances to air. Let's get the bad out of the way first, then we'll move on to some feats of strength. All right, it all went down at our national championship, the RBC Canadian Open earlier this season in June when it was announced that the Saudi Public Investment Fund was merging with the PGA Tour, sending shockwaves through the golf world, through the sports world, and certainly through the grounds of Oakdale Golf and Country Club. Adam Scully's moment of reacting live on air to this news. And it just really changed the course of all of our content that week. Um, how it sort of departed a little bit from the Canadian aspect of things and talking just really major changes in golf in general. But that brings me to 
the feats of strength. We all know how that week ended. Nick Taylor draining a 72-foot eagle putt to ice the Canadian Open, a historical moment that I was so lucky to be on the grounds for. I know so many people um, in the golf world were gathered around the 18th green. I had a little bit of a different perspective. I was in a golf cart going back and forth throughout the playoff in the rain, and I happened to be standing on the 18th tee, expecting maybe this thing was gonna go longer than it did, and I could hear the eruption, shockwaves, audio sounds from that green all the way back to the tee box in one of the most electric moments I've ever been a part of, if you can call it that, but I had a unique perspective. Um, I was able to join Mark and Adam on the desk that week uh, to go over some of the, the news in the golf world, and it just played out to be such an incredible week for golf, an incredible week in Canadian history, and that has to be my feat of strength for the season. Personally, playing golf with Mark Zucchino at the Hunt Club was also up there for me. And now I can say I've played golf with Scully and Zucchino. So, Bob, I'm coming for you next year. I hope everyone has a great Festivus <laughs> and enjoy the rest of the 2023 season. All right, Bob, she's Murph's coming for you next year. I, I think that'd be that'd be a good match. I would I would pay money. I think that'd be a good. That's an easy one. Oh, I would, I would give her, uh, she'd have to give me a lot of shots. I've yeah, seen her swing. Would. She would, definitely. Mur uh, Murph can hit who, it. Murph can hit it. Yes, yes, she can. She's a great player. Thanks to Murph for sending that. Someone who uh, I've had a couple matches with in my day, someone who joined the show a couple of times too, looking at it from a betting perspective during 2023, was one Michael the Hound Dog Harrison. Let's hear from him. Hound Dog Harrison here from the SE with Jay Onright show discussing my feats of strength and airing of grievances from this past year. Being on Golf Talk Canada with Adam Skelly several times on the radio and once on TV was amazing. It's my dream to talk about golf for a living and our smoldering, great word. Chemistry was on fuego. I was also on the Yes Guy radio show on TSM with Jim Taddy five times. He's the absolute best. But enough of my feats of strength. Let's get to the good stuff. The airing of grievances. Have you noticed everyone says the score wrong nowadays? They'll say a team is losing 1-3 or 4-7. And don't even get me started when someone spells losing with two O's. No, it's not loosing. It's losing. If you think you're spelling loosing, do you then think it has three O's? It's extended a series now, too. People say they're down 0-2. No, that's a double negative. You're down 2-0. Stop that. I'm also cheesed off. I haven't golfed with Mark Zucchino yet. And I only played with once with Bob Weeks even extends to Adam. We probably played maybe six times this year. I beat you a few times, but you got the better of me more often than not. You could say I was probably down 2-4 in the series to you. <laughs> Honestly, I could spend this whole show airing out my grievances. What about Blue Jays fans who claim they never sign any big names? Uh, Springer, Gosman, Bassett, Ryu ring a bell? I love the Jays, but the fans are insufferable. Or what about wimps in the Toronto area that think minus two winter weather is so cold? We have it so lucky compared to other far colder places in Canada. It's ridiculous. Bye. Wow. I'm not really sure where to go from that. Uh... I, I love the energy. See, that is what Festivus is all about, boys. I could feel the anger coming through those grievances. It just it warms my heart. Hearing those complaints by Hound Dog. Well done, Hound Dog. Yeah. Well, Mark, I know we definitely didn't loose 
the Toronto <laughs> Hunt member. Yes, sorry. I was trying to tie that in together. It didn't quite work. Okay, before we go to break, we have another one, our final audio of the day. Let's hear from Frankie Corrado. Hey, this is TSN hockey analyst Frankie Corrado, and my airing of grievances this festivist season has to be the golf ball rollback. All I want to do is step up to the tee, hit driver, put it 80 yards out from the green, miss the green, make my bogey from there with my lob wedge, and go on to the next (laughs) hole. Now I'm going to have to make my bogey with a 9-iron, an 8-iron. This golf ball rollback thing I have a massive issue with. I, I have so much respect for that. I do. I can't wait just to be 112 <laughs> yards out instead of 82. I mean, come on, Frankie. I mean, Frankie and I played hockey together many, many moons ago. That's I have so much respect for that. And I know we're going to get to our feats of strength and grievances in our next segment. But before we go to break, uh, Ralph Bauer texted me his, our good friend of the show, Ralph Bauer, his feet of strength, got 500 kilometers of paddleboarding in and his students win over 40 meters on or 40 million on tour. My apologies for that. An airing of the grievances, uh, fractured program pro game. So don't get to see the best versus best very often. So Ralph Bauer, thanks for joining us too. Okay. We just heard from a number of special guests. Thanks for joining us. When we come back on the other side, our feats of strength, our airing of the grievances. And when you can see us and hear us next, this is GTC. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach, home to 80 great courses, 60 miles of sandy shores, endless dining and entertainment. Visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com to start planning your golf trip today. Back inside GTC, our Festivist special, and our final live radio segment of 2023. It's been a fun one in 2023. Okay, we've heard from many special guests, their airing of the grievances, their feats of strength. Mark, how about you give us a couple feats of strength here? Let's stay positive off the start here. I mean, it was such a great year. There are a lot of feats of strength. I, I, it's unfortunate that we are ending the year the way we're ending it. But you think a 72 feet on the 72nd hole at Oakdale, that is going to be the feat of strength maybe of this century for the golf community. Working with you guys, all the crew here at Golf Talk Canada, another amazing season with all the moving parts between the three of us and the entire team. Uh, being pulled in 9,000 different directions, airplanes, car rides, time zones, you name it. Uh, it was another great year for Golf Talk Canada. Um, I mean, we have such amazing partners and sponsors. The growth of the game in our country uh, at every level, I mean, at participation, at amateur, elite amateur, at professional, across all tours. Um, I mean, there are so many positives uh, in the game of golf that, again, I mean, if you could just really erase the last 30 days of the golf season, uh, the tone of 23, I think, would have been very different than the tone that we're exiting the year with. I don't know how you feel about that, boys. You think that like the last 30 days of kind of just eh, kind of would have liked to go out on a different note. And maybe if we could just turn back the clock 30 days or so, or even two weeks, this would have been more feats of strength, I think. So we 
Sometimes, Bob always says it best, we react, sometimes overreact to the last things we've seen. So maybe let's not forget the previous 11 months of this year and all the amazing things that, that have been accomplished in the golf community. Bob, for you, what do you think? Any feats of strength that you want to highlight right now? I just think the strength of Canadian professional golf is pretty amazing right now. And you look, go back, we know about the four wins that the boys PGA Tour put. We know about Elena Sharp's win. But don't forget about, uh, about Roger Sloan and ben, and ben Silverman winning on the Corn uh, Ferry Tour. Uh, Elena Sharp won on the Epson Tour. Elena Sharp also won a bronze medal at the, um, at the uh, Pan Am Games. It's been a winning year for Canadian golf, uh, highlighted, of course, by, as Mark said, the, the 72-foot putt that will go down in history. So I, I think that's, that's to me, is just the strength of Canadian professional golf right now, and it's only going to get better next year, it looks like. Certainly is, and a feat of strength, too. Brooke Henderson won this season. Stephen Ames won four times this season on PGA oh, Tour Champions. Yeah. Just so much great uh, you know, success and depth of golf, a depth of success for Canadian golf right now, Mark. Uh, Bob, feat of strength has to be you and I watching Adam Scully's albatross with the four iron uphill at Revere Golf Club to start off the season. Kind of leads to a bit of a, a grievance as well. Didn't really play a lot of golf this year. Barely played with you guys. I think we got, you know, less than a couple rounds under our belts across the entire season. That just speaks to how busy we are. Weeksino never got to play Team Recoil on uh, on Canadian soil this year. I mean, th those are things that just, you know, we're just super, super busy. But uh, in terms of just shot of the year, Adam Scully's four iron uphill. Shot of the year. No, but Mark, didn't you also without, make an albatross too bed. that we have to talk about? Yeah, my albatross was not as, as good as yours. My albatross was almost a cheating albatross. I just made a stupid decision off the tee that paid off. They got a sand wedge in my hand into a par five, and I dunked a sand wedge for albatross. Your albatross, I would say, if you want to talk about that, I mean, the feat of strength for me is not necessarily albatross, but that is one of the best uh, one of the <clears throat> career low rounds of my life. So to be able to do that at 48, I had a, an amazing day that day, and, uh, and had a, and then that day that you're referring to, Adam, at Tobacco Road, uh, piggybacked into our feat of strength, which was winning the Toronto Hunt member guest because it was all in the same week. I, I had three good days on the golf course this year in a row. Tobacco Road on a Tuesday, then a, a great little warm-up at the Hunt Club on a Wednesday, and then you and I taking down the uh, member guest. So th that was kind of my golf, my golf uh, season in a three-day period. I just have to bring up my grievance if I can I want to make sure Please. we get this in and um, I, it was something I had to listen to over the weekend uh, Chris can you play that that audio for us So, wow. <laughs> Who was that, Bob? I got to tell you, that was our own Adam Scully performing. Okay, Bob. That was Adam Scully performing live in, in Carolina. And um, I, I noticed that you're an alto, which really means you should, you're altogether terrible. But uh, it was a nice, Jeez. lovely song. We, we had to air it here. <laughs> Mark, uh, any thoughts on that maybe performance? You could, maybe you could switch the, to tenor. Maybe. 
Well, I just think uh, we got to keep him. We got to keep him uh, doing uh, what he does best, and leave the microphone out of his hand when it comes to singing, Bob. I think let's get him. He can. You can host, but you can't sing. Let's just. <laughs> Okay, a couple things. I mean, I, I I was I was in the choir until grade five. You know, there is that. I used to rock the red bow tie. Anyway, uh, thank you, Bob, for sharing that uh, to the world. I'm sure social media will love that. And in a shirt that was about four sizes too small. But you know me. That's what I always do, uh, performing, uh, whether it's karaoke or going uh, live on the telly. Okay, well, boys. That's, uh, that's it on another live season of GTC Radio. And this, this season was a different one because we had, for a lot of the season, we had two shows weekly, Monday and Wednesdays, for two hours each. And, Mark, that's going to get back underway starting Monday, February 5th. So that's our new radio season. Uh, what are we, season 15, Adam? 14. 14, season 14, and uh, new TV season coming in, in, in March, so we're kind of right back, uh, hit repeat, uh, enjoy the off-season, boys, we've got about, what, five weeks off-season, so enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got a very, very short off-season, season 14 radio premiere, February 5th, our GTC Year in Review television special, stay tuned to our social media channels, that will be airing very soon, and our season 11 TV premiere. Tuesday, March 5th in prime time for our tailor-made product special. Bob, Mark, thanks for an amazing year. So much fun to do live radio with you guys throughout the season and looking forward to 2024. To all listeners, thank you so much for joining us throughout the season. Looking forward to next year. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us this morning. And remember, the first good decision for the golf course always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach, the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.